to the Authentic You podcast. I'm Gemma Sandwell, intuitive coach, TEDx speaker and energy healer. And I'm here to help you connect to your authentic best self so you can flourish in life and business and live your purpose every day. I bring you a combination of personal development tools, neuroscience, energy tips and expert speakers to help you be authentically you. Let's try this again with hopefully more internet connection and Wi-Fi. So I am outside. So um, you may hear noises. There are chickens behind me. There's a dog. There's some <laughs> some gardening going on in the gardens around. And I'm staying in the most amazing place this week. I'm going to share more about this um, later on. Um, but I have been doing some in a work this week and getting myself to a position where I can share this with you and the intent of me sharing this with you is to be of service and I had a chat with um, with a friend um, and said like what is the point of me sharing this um, unless I can be of service in some way by sharing this with others and I don't want this to just be about me I want it to be how can I tap into that bigger picture of my mission and my purpose and why I'm here on this planet by sharing this information. So this is why I'm here. And I've also done a significant amount of inner work and shadow work this week to be able to come out and be confident to talk about this with you. So I'm coming out of the closet and the different closet I'm coming out of this time is the autism closet. So I have recently been diagnosed with autism and um, I wanted to just share that journey with you um, because it might resonate with some people watching. I know if you're here in this group you're probably um, sensitive um, and really to be honest, um, which I will talk about, I'll, I'll share more about this, as long as we are taking care of ourselves and we know what it is that our body needs, we know what boundaries we need to set, we know what our non-negotiables are, the label doesn't necessarily matter, but there is something important for us as neurodivergents to be aware of and why we are here and our gifts, which I will be sharing with you today as well. It's very breezy as well. <laughs> when I first tried to do this video, I was like in a pear tree, <laughs> like a partridge in a pear tree. Um, okay, so, and you know how with these things, I talk about this, how we get our um we get the white feathers we get the little nudges and then when we don't listen to the white feathers the brick comes then comes the dump truck so i had my universal dump truck with this last year and i wanted to share this story with you so last year i went to my first wedding since lockdown um not only was it my first wedding since lockdown it was my first um first wedding in a long time without drinking and it was also a wedding where I didn't really know anyone there. Okay, so consider all these factors. And I struggled with the wedding. Now, a white feather before this was my own wedding, um, which was a bit of a <laughs> bit of a red flag at the time. I'm now divorced, um, got married in 2014, and I could not cope with my own wedding. I could not cope being the centre of attention all day, all eyes being on me. Um, spending all day with all of those people I actually ended up being so physically poorly I spent more time in the honeymoon suite than I did out with my guests especially my evening evening guests I nearly missed my first dance um, 
and I was actually, <laughs> I can laugh about this now, I was actually sick in the bushes um, at the end of the night in front of my then husband's boss. So went really well. So I think I think that that was kind of showing me there was a few things going on there. Um, wasn't just nerves, it was, it was more than that. And I've done a whole, and this is also what's led me up to this moment, right? I've done a whole load of healing, a whole load of inner work, shadow work, work on my traumas, work through my childhood, inner child work. Um, I've studied psychology um, and personal development and energy for now 18 years, I believe. So this has all led me up to this point. And that's a blessing and a curse because I have been healing my traumas that were associated with the autism. So that was kind of not masking it, but masking it in some way. But also that meant I was incredibly highly functioning and I completely appreciate not everyone out there has psychology as their special interest and is able to oh my god there's a huge grasshopper on my screen um let me just try and get him to hop off and then i can um carry on he's gonna hop onto me now <laughs> oh my goodness so um he's still there so i'm just gonna like just gonna step away for a moment right he's on the grass now he can hop on my legs that's fine <laughs> um no, the joys of doing a video outside hey I've completely lost him now, but he's blended in with the grass, so that's fine. Um, he was enormous. Okay, so, yeah, so um, that's another reason why I was a bit torn, because I, where I got to with this was like, actually, um, as long as I'm tuning in with what I need for my sensitivities, I know I'm super sensitive, right? No matter what the label. So as long as we are tuning in with what it is that we need and our boundaries, it doesn't matter. And that was why I was torn about sharing this, because I was like, does it matter? And then this overwhelming yes came through, yes, to be of service and to help others share this information, because not everyone has had this healing journey, not everyone has been on this path. So yes, you need to share this information. Okay, and it's telling me yet again, I'm having connection issues, which I know I am not, because I can see I've got full Wi-Fi, so it is probably just some energies trying to stop me from sharing this so I'm just going to carry on and just hope that you can just hope that you can hear me and you can still see me okay um just let me know if you if you can't um okay I think we're still live let me just check should be okay okay so here is my journey I hope I don't have to repeat myself <laughs> okay so um so I went to this wedding and I could not cope with it I went off on a tangent about my own wedding didn't I so I could not cope with this wedding um the food was late I hadn't eaten for most of the day um I was there with a lot of people I didn't know it was the first wedding I'd been to in a while where I wasn't drinking and as the day went on I found it more and more difficult to be able to cope with it and um, when it got to just after the meal I got to a point where I was so overwhelmed that the tears were just rolling down my face and so I took myself away to try and calm myself down I sat outside for a bit and I couldn't calm myself down everything in my body was saying it out it was literally it was like there was a fire and I needed to escape, was how I was feeling. 
it was like get out get out get out you need to get out this isn't safe the people around me at that point in time were quite drunk and that was making me feel even more unsafe and um unfortunately what happened is i um i didn't travel there myself i traveled there with other people and so i was reliant on other people to get myself home it was also quite far from home so it's not like i could have just got a taxi it was also in the middle of nowhere and so it took a lot of mental energy to try and persuade um after so i tried for maybe an hour to stay there um to calm myself down to breathe to meditate um, I went and took myself off. Um, I was wearing a silly dress, which didn't really help in heels, so I couldn't just walk off in the countryside, which is probably what I needed to do. Um, lesson to always take trainers and a change of clothes when you go to these things. Um, and yeah, it just got too much for me. Then it took me a lot of mental energy to persuade those that I was with that I needed to leave. Um, they did eventually agree that we could leave. Um, but by the time I'd got in the car, and we were on the way home, I was in such a burnout state. I was just like, had this like anger like coming in. I was just so upset. I was just crying and crying and crying and crying. And that affected me for a few days afterwards as well. I felt really burnt out. I felt like I was recovering from an illness. I felt really physically unwell. So this was my dump truck last year and I went to an RTT therapist who I've seen before I love RTT or anything that works with subconscious mind and she said to me I'm not going to do RTT on you today um, because I don't think this is trauma and I know you love healing your traumas and you've done loads of work up to this point you've done years of work and trauma healing I do not believe this is trauma I believe this is autism and I stopped and I went yeah you're not the first person that said that she said i think you need to look at it and i thought okay right let's treat myself as an experiment you know there's going to be others that i may need to help through this process so let's go let's go through the process let's see what this process is like and let's just see what the outcome is let's just treat myself as an experiment um i can see some notifications um okay fab if you have any questions, let me know. Um, if you're catching this on the replay, um, let me know and I will come back and answer any questions. So, I went to my doctor and he said, oh, I don't think it's autism. I think you're just stressed. I'll put you on a CBT course. Um, thankfully, as well, he referred me to this mental health nurse. Her name was Sarah. She was amazing. And um, I did the CBT course just to tick the box. Um, it didn't help me at all. In fact, it made me feel worse. I felt frustrated. It was a waste of time. It wasn't anything I didn't already know. Um, and actually, I found that focusing on stress in the stress course actually was going to make people worse. So I have passed on that feedback. Anyway, that's a side point. So I played the game. Um, Thankfully, this mental health nurse was amazing. So if you do, if you're at this stage in your journey and you have a mental health nurse at your doctor's surgery, um, do go and see them. Um, this one in particular was amazing. She'd done loads of research on female autism and she said, yep, I get it. Like we've missed a whole load of research over the years and so many women have been missed and prescribed anxiety medication given antidepressants like given all this medication that they should have never had because they were just autistic and they just needed um they just needed um 
to be looked after. They just needed to set boundaries and design their life around their sensitivities. Same as being HSP. Do you see what I mean? This is why I was torn with sharing it because actually, like, it's, you know, we're sensitive. What do we need for those sensitivities? It's, it's kind of no different. So she said, I get it and I hear you. Let's do it. Let's do the referral. So she, thankfully, I'm so grateful for her and I appreciate not everyone will have this support. Um, if you can get your mental health nurse in your surgery, do it. And she persuaded my doctor to sign the forms and I got through. There was a 13 week waiting list. Um, for me, it was actually 17 in the end by the time I got my appointment. And after two appointments, because psych the psychiatrist wasn't sure um, and said it was like borderline the whole way through, um, she did finally diagnose me at the, in the end. Um, for the reason that my sensory, um, having extra heightened sensory abilities um, and what I had, you know, what I'd noticed with the wedding, I had the same thing happen at a festival and feeling the intensity, which obviously we also know is energy. <laughs> so I, I believe being autistic, being neurodivergent, we're feeling the energy. That's all it is. So actually it really is a gift. Um, but she said these things did mean that I was on the spectrum. And also my special interest in psychology, which she said is actually, there's a steam train in the background, <laughs> which um, my special interest in psychology, which she said um, was actually a blessing and a curse because I'd spent 18 years healing myself. So I'd healed most of the associated traumas anyway. So I was actually really quite functioning um, and didn't really need much support so which also masked a lot of it for her in trying to do the diagnostic process so blessing and a curse so yeah so she did give me that diagnosis um mainly due to the sensory and the special interest in psychology um she said generally we find people that become obsessed with psychology and self-development and healing themselves um are autistic as well especially women we, we sort of very quickly at a young age start to mask and start to look at okay how can I help myself how can I be the best I can be how can I this was kind of my story how can I heal myself so I can finally fit in how can I heal my sensitivities and actually <laughs> what I needed to do was yes there was a lot of trauma to heal but I also needed to um and I plums are falling off the tree it's all happening in this countryside garden um yeah so that was so that was my journey um I then went away from that conversation and was like what was the point like what next what next so the only thing I will say was it was extremely validating for my inner child because when I was younger I always used to say to my parents when will you tell me what's wrong with me feel like something's wrong with me when will you tell me when it'll be my next birthday maybe when I'm six you'll tell me when I'm seven you'll tell me so it was incredibly validating for my inner child to hear that there was something slightly different about the way her brain works and that is something I've had to work through this week because I love healing trauma I love doing shadow work and there was still part of me this week that was hanging on to yes medically you're giving me this label but maybe I can still heal it. So actually, if I associate with that label and that, that term, um, that means it's final and therefore I can't heal that. And I'm so passionate about, we can change our lives, <laughs> that 
I'm not sure I'm willing to actually to go ahead with that label. So this is the work I've had to go through this week. But the point that I've reached is that actually by sharing this and by sharing this awareness, it can be incredibly validating for the times we felt weird or different or like we're constantly trying to heal this trauma. Um, and the fact is we need to take care of ourselves. We need to up our self-love. We need to actually do things in a little bit of a different way when we are neurodivergent because our brains are wired differently and that is okay. So it really can come into, there's now a wasp, <laughs> can come into this acceptance of who we are and what we authentically need. So it has helped me validate my experiences and also because HSP is a trait and the doctors don't even know what it is, um, it has helped me validate my experiences in the 3D world and to explain what it is that I need to that I need and my boundaries to people because people understand the word autism they don't understand the word HSP ultimately we should all live in a world where we are accepted for who we are but sometimes there are some 3D things that we do need to to navigate where having that understanding is useful so um, so that's what I've been working through this week um, is actually having that acceptance of it and then looking at okay what do I want to do with this information um, and the main thing for me really is just upping that validation in terms of what I need um, knowing I'm extra sensitive knowing that I um, have a limited social battery knowing that certain things are going to overwhelm me and how do I take better care of myself around that and all of the work that I do is is now even more relevant because um, especially if we are highly empathic highly attuned to energy highly sensory and I know a lot of you've been feeling this this week the Lionsgate energy is too much it's too much and we're trying to ground it all because we are sensitive and we're here to feel it all so we know what it is the collective needs know what it is that we need that we need to heal that we need to work through as well that is all an incredible gift that is what we're here to do um, and I can't think of the point I was trying to make with that. Yeah, so it is a gift and the work that I do, which I do myself as well as with my clients around bringing pro positive psychology practices in. So they help because, so let's make this practical now, right? Here are the things that have helped me in my sensitivities anyway that I will continue to do to help with the autism. So positive psychology practices. So. The likelihood is, if we've got more sensory receptors, we are more likely to go into that fight or flight mode. So this is why I now know that positive psychology has changed my life, because bringing those positive emotions in, flooding the brain with those positive emotions, has shut down the fight or flight centre in my brain, has made my amygdala at the back of my brain less reactive. So I've built my resilience up, so I'm not constantly getting, I mean, yes you know i still have a limit and i still have times where i have to have boundaries and take extra care of myself but i'm not getting as much of that dysregulation happening because i am able to use those positive psychology tools working with the quantum right so we can we can shift and change and we can choose anything in any given moment so um we can heal we can heal the associated traumas we can heal lifetimes we can heal timelines and we can clear any energies so 
because we're super sensitive we also have to clear more energies as well and um you know the dark will attract like a moth to a flame and that is okay and it's having acceptance for that and just being like right i need to do some extra clearing so um you know when i get home i'm going to get my quantum clearing kit out and i do clearings on myself like anytime i need it um i definitely have needed it and needed to do some clearing this week with the, the lion's gate energy because so much dark coming through with that light as well and that's okay it's just have an acceptance of that i'm gonna feel it and that is okay what do i need to do with that okay do not like do not gaslight the dog agrees do not gaslight yourself out of feeling stuff i shouldn't feel it i should be stronger i should be able to protect myself better the reality is you're sensitive and you're here to feel that for a reason okay so this brings me on to your gifts and i'm going to end this video because i've come out to you all now i've shared my story um and that is that when we are neurodivergent and someone said this to me the other day um and i was like oh my god yes so i met this guy and he said i feel that people that are neurodivergent are advanced beings here to shift the world and i was like yes i've also channeled that information um that we are here with our gifts with our sensitive gifts to feel what it is that the collective needs so that we can help them so we can be of service so i know this week i felt the energies of lionsgate have been too much for me this week too much too much for me to transmute and ground and actually i don't need to go up and connect more and try and manifest in this energy i just need to pull that through and ground it because it is too intense so knowing that information i know other sensitive people are, are struggling with that as well and feeling that they should be doing these meditations they should be doing these manifestations and they shouldn't be feeling bad they should be feeling great so because i'm feeling all of that i know how i can be best of service to my clients and in quantum alignment group we've had an amazing conversation this week about the energies and about grounding so if you are if you are feeling these things if you are neurodivergent if you are whatever that means to be authentically you the train is cheering me on woo -woo. <laughs> then um that is because you are here to create a new earth and you will feel different to those around you because you are different because you're here to be different because this is your purpose here on this planet this is the whole reason that you are here to be different and to transmute these shadows into gifts so you can be of service to the world and set those boundaries so that you can be of service to the world so that is my coming out video any questions let me know and i have another exciting announcement which i think will be landing on tuesday a couple of you are already first in the know because you've been messaging me after my post saying something is coming so if you want to be first in the know because this is gonna go super quick let me know and yeah another announcement is is coming um for something super exciting so thanks for listening thanks for watching and i hope that i can be of service to you by sharing this information any questions let me know and sending you all lots of love